All right, welcome back, everybody. I'm Matt. I'm Jimmy. We are two average guys. Two average guys. Let's try that again. Yeah. Glad to have you back here on uh, on Sunday after uh, spoiling Iowa's uh, chance of going to the Big Ten championship game. It's a fantastic feeling. Pretty fantastic. Uh, really nice um, to be able to do that to end the season and end that losing streak. Uh, what's up, Kara? And that losing streak after seven in a row. So, um, really, really excited to be here, um, and and really excited to talk to you guys. We got a lot to talk about today. Obviously, we have a new coach. Um, you want to hear your thoughts on it? Want to hear your thoughts? Want to hear your thoughts about anything that has to do with our last game against Iowa? Um, really, just looking forward to talking to you guys. Uh, hopefully, I don't think it's gonna be the last show of the year. Um, I still think we're going to try to get either Brandon Kinney or, or Andy Janovich, maybe both on the show at some point over the next couple weeks. Um, yes. You know, really spice things up, kind of end the season off on, on a good note like we did um, like we did beating Iowa. So uh, first what I want to discuss before we go to the Iowa game, because I feel it's important, obviously the biggest news is getting Matt Rule as the head coach. Um, yeah, let's talk about that. Let's and then talk. we can celebrate that Iowa win. Um I, I mean, obviously, everyone had heard rumblings of it. I mean, I'm surprised that it was as quiet as it was on the coaching front. I mean, there was Lance Leipold. There was, you know, all these guys' names that had popped up. Yep. But the fact that it stayed um, pretty quiet until, you know, just about the very end is pretty shocking. Um the, was, the, was, the barber knew the you know the person who had somebody's uncle who yeah was a I booster. mean I've been hearing stuff for weeks yeah. I heard stuff two weeks ago that it was Matt Rule but I wasn't sold on that but um, you know he's our guy yep and whether you like it or not I mean let us know yeah, yeah. <laughs> but either way um, I think he's a he's a program builder yep um, he's dedicated to focusing on player development, which is something that if if you watch our show or if you haven't, we talk about that basically every week. Every week. Um, he's talked about, you know, getting the offensive and defensive line right, which is something that we talk about almost every week. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, in that essence, I'd say it's a pretty good hire. Yeah. I, but the thing is, is we're not going to know – until we start playing games so everybody yeah. that all this hate you're, you're only hurting us you're hurting you know recruits that see these things that read things on social media just stop just see what happens yeah and, and i think i think a lot of the hate that that that's coming out is people that really liked mickey joseph and people that really wanted him to be hired um we also, love mickey <laughs> also a lot of people don't see him as a home run hire and again i i don't feel either way right now um we, we've gone into seasons very optimistic with with frost with riley we were not quite as optimistic um obviously we we were fans of Bo, but it's one of those things where you at temple we started off slow with like i think the first season was one win second season you know six and six, six and or seven six. and five and then he goes ten and two the next year and then he did almost the exact same thing with baylor and ends up going to the Sugar Bowl to play Georgia. So, yes, he has not beat a, a high-ranked uh, team, whatever, top-10 team, whatever it was, but he has built programs up. Nebraska, in my mind, Nebraska is not Temple. Nebraska is not Baylor. So if he can build programs right. like he's done in the past, we're going to be beating ranked teams because we also play in the Big Ten. And so those teams that we're going to play in the Big Ten, like the Ohio States and the Michigans, uh, shoot, even even I was always ranked Wisconsin. You know, so when we start Illinois playing, Purdue, I mean, some of those teams they've been ranked most of the year. Yeah. So I mean, he's I think he's going to get the USC, recruits. UCLA. But people, and we got a lot of comments on our page too about um, his NFL tenure, like a year and a half. You know, I don't even remember how many games he coached, but. No he's not an NFL coach. Look, Urban Meyer didn't do good at the NFL. Nick Saban. No, he's not Saban. He's not Meyer. But if they can't succeed at the NFL level, what makes you think Rule and his track record in college is going to be him be successful as well? So I feel like too many people are basing it on his history with the NFL being a part of his overall record, which I don't think that's fair because, again, it's a totally different ballgame once you go up to the NFL. Well, and let's be real. We haven't gone to a bowl game since 2016. We're the... 
the only Power Five team, the only Power Five team that hasn't gone to a bowl game since yep. 2016. 16, yeah. And not only that, but when Matt Rule, I think he did have a couple of uh, top 25 wins, but he had a top 25 win when he was at Temple. That was three coaching stops ago. That was three coaches ago for us. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean... Well, I think we, we, yeah. anything is going to be better than what we have going on. Yeah, I think, and we've talked about it before. I mean, we're we're already like we're not even rock bottom. Like we're scraping the surface. We're not. We're below the rocks on the bottom. So we got to have somebody that can bring us above. And here's also my problem with with the fans are so against Matt Rule is you're not even giving him a chance. Um, and I think the problem with that too is if we give if we were to give Mickey a chance. And next year we don't have a winning record. How many of those people that wanted Mickey are going to say fire and fire and like like we do with every coach? This and so this isn't working. Yes, we've been patient for a long time, and we are overdue on the patience. We are our cup is overflowing with um, the unknown right now, and we're just trying to make sense of everything. And I think again, I don't feel either way about Matt Rule. I want to see the results. I agree. Um, I want to win. That's and, all I want. And here's you know as. Um, you know, Kara says show support to rule. I think as fans, we got recruits already. He's already recruiting. He's yep. already got guys taking offers. He's got Malachi Coleman tweeting out saying, let's get to work. We mentioned it two weeks ago was our last show. And at that point on the show, I'm pretty sure we mentioned that. Here's here's our thought. Rule has already been offered. It's going to be announced the day after we beat Iowa, <laughs> number one. And there two, M- Mickey already knows this. Because we talked about Malachi Coleman he, specifically recruiting a picture of him and Mickey and saying excited to get to work. I think Mickey's known for a while. I also think Rule was Rule's offer was done or at least in the works on the money dealings at least a couple weeks ago. And here's what I heard on that: they were working with Carolina on like how the money deal was going to work. What yeah, is I, I still don't, I'm not sure how that's going to work. But. So uh, there, it's already figured out. So, uh, but I, again, I don't know all the details, but that was my gut feeling is all this was already done more than at least two weeks ago, if not more. So uh, again, I guess Auburn came after rule, but it was late. And so rule turned them down. Someone said Good. Matt rule turned down Nebraska and then decided to uh, come back and in the play. I don't think that ever happened. I think all it was is um, the turn down for Auburn. So, uh, Good. Brandon says that uh, Mickey's staying. I've also seen that more than once today that Mickey Joseph is going to be staying on staff. I, I think that I would so. be, and again, we we had a feeling that Rule would be dumb to not keep. It him would on. be a mistake if he didn't at least offer Mickey a job. Yeah, and if Mickey turns it down, so be it. I mean, if he wants to, if he you know if he get a head coaching job somewhere or you know yeah. whatever else he wants to do. But if he's not offered a job, that's a mistake. Yeah, and I think it's his, it's his, it's the coach's choice on whether they have to want to keep him on. And as much as we may not, if it didn't happen, that's not up to us. I'm just going to respect it, and hopefully we get yeah. someone in that keeps these recruits that that Mickey's already been bringing in. But again, I'm I'm just I hope I'm hopeful that everything goes well. Um, uh, people sending yawn, you know yawning. You know, gifs or whatever, because they're bored with the hire. I just I can't be bored with it because we've been so we've been below mediocre for so many years. Right now, I just want someone that can win, and that my I, only stipulation was not a Meyer, and we didn't get him. So I, I'm happy. I about watched. It. <laughs> I looked up Matt Rule videos on Twitter yesterday because I wanted to watch. I I was watching the Fox uh, a Big Noon kickoff before the Michigan Ohio State game, and they they came on and said, "Oh, we got some news. What's going on?" And I was like. <laughs> is this going to be it? And then it was. Yep. So I didn't. I wasn't watching College Game Day, so I didn't see. And he was on College Game Day, so I, I went to search for that video. And you know, I, I thought he sounded great on there. Yep. Um, positive things. But I was searching videos on him, and I came across a video where he was coaching at. I believe it must have been a Senior Bowl type of um, practice, and he was going off on these guys about just toughness and mental focus Mm -hmm. and just because you say yes sir does not mean you understand me and I was like man he just looks like a coach that he's intense and we need that like we 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 need something like that I I was very 
I was very optimistic after watching that. Yeah, and I think you know there's there's already some fans who are uh, upset about what he said in one of the comments about you know I like what you know Frost did in Nebraska and like what Mickey did. They take that the wrong way. Uh, she said Frost is a friend. He's not bashing anybody. He's coming in saying, listen, the, Frost did some good things. Did a lot of not so good things, but he did a lot. He did a lot of good things as well for yeah, the he program. Brought, he brought in a good recruiting class, we just didn't develop them. And he, he brought in some of that hometown um, hiring uh, in the state of Nebraska. Yeah, we missed out on some guys, but uh, he tried to focus on a lot of the in-state guys too. But uh, and the walk-on program, so he did a lot of those yeah. things well. Yeah. But he's also not bashing our former staff, and I think that is extremely important coming in as a new guy, saying, "Listen, some of these guys that he's going to now be coaching." Coat played with Frost, and a lot of those guys probably still like him, so he doesn't want to come in and bash him. And then he also recognizes the job that Mickey's done, which is also very important. So it's his job, it's his staff. Yes, Tristan, I agree. I hope he brings in some really good coordinators. Again, he has oh, yeah. he has ties. Obviously, he's been in the league long enough. Um, he was with the Giants. I think it was one of his first jobs uh, in the football coaching realm with the Giants. So. He has he has contacts. He knows he, people. He knows all those high school coaches down in Texas. Yep. And we haven't been able to recruit Texas very well. And guess what? When we were in the Big Twelve, and we could recruit Texas, we were much better than we are now. Yeah. So well, and, and I think too. I think there's a lot of the national media is really excited for Rule. Yeah. They think he's a good hire. Again. No one's saying it's a crazy. home run hire. They think it's a good hire and a good fit for Nebraska. I've heard home run hire by a few national media guys. Okay. But so most of the national media guys, yes, they, they're they're on board with this. It's mostly local. I think people yeah. were just people. Nebraska's just starving to be good again, to be yep. relevant again. And Matt Rule on paper on paper doesn't doesn't seem like a home run hire. So people are pissed about that. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, and and I don't and I Ross to your to your question, you know, you think we settled for rule again? I don't know the dealings, I don't know the details. Um, Fickle going to Wisconsin, I don't think Fickle won the Nebraska job. I'm, surpri- I, I feel I'm surprised like he must he's have turned it down. I'm surprised he's going to go to Wisconsin. I, I am the too. guy loves Ohio. Um, I, I, I was made, just waiting for Ohio State, especially after Ryan Day yesterday, yeah. and all their fans went and fired. I, I thought I made this joke to Jimmy earlier. I said, you know, it's kind of funny. Like Fickle is now going to take on a Wisconsin who's on the downslope. We've been we've been at the bottom of the slide for a long time, so Rule at least gets someone who's already at the bottom can bring us up, and yeah. Fickle's going to take over a team that's kind of declining right now. So, um, kind of just joking around about it, but we'll it, take Jim Leonard at, as DC. <laughs> that'd be a great hire because um, he's got to be pissed that he didn't get that job because that was set in stone in my mind that he was getting that job. I was a little surprised. So, Ross, I again, I, I don't think you're alone. I think a lot of people feel like it was a letdown. Um, and I don't know, it's, it just felt different. A lot of times when these coaches searches, you hear a lot of actual f- factual information that comes out on the coaching search. And there was just rumors. There was things going on behind closed doors that nobody knew about. It was all speculation. You know, the barber thought said it was Urban Meyer. Someone posted flight trackers coming in from this area where Urban Meyer lives. And, uh, you know, you have, <laughs> you have the uh, recruiting firm. It's like... All these people are speculating so much when there was no actual information coming out from the athletic department on who they were looking at, what kind of offers they were looking at. So I kind of feel like I like the way they did that because did it was just, it kept out that that negativity in the beginning. So Ross, I hope you're wrong. I hope it's not a huge letdown. Again, I I don't feel either way about it. I hope again. I hope that it goes well. I hope I, he picks the right guys to stay on staff. I hope Mickey's on staff. Uh, I would love to see Bill Bush stay on staff in some capacity. He's done a phenomenal job with that defense. Yes. Um, so wearing a black shirt, shirt today. <laughs> and Iowa, <laughs> Iowa has back horns. So, um, you know, Dan, Dan, you wanted MJ, uh, you know, given time. Every, everybody wanted MJ. I get it. He's, he's just he, – he's not – and I know you can say we could have given him, you know, a couple years. I get that. And maybe he would be really yep. good. I, I don't know. But he's never – been a head coach, like yeah, I you just can't do that. And I do. Th- if you I want to get think, back to being where you know we're relevant. Anyway. I, I think the tackling and the condition. I think that's something that Matt rules really hard on as well. So again, with Mickey Mental on staff, focus. with Mickey on staff, that's going to be a huge focus for those guys and for that staff. And again, he's got to pick the right guys. He's got to do things right. He is going to be under a microscope with us fans, and he already is. Well, and 
I know there's comments coming in, but one thing I want to say about Mickey Joseph. I love Mickey Joseph. <laughs> he brought those brothers. No, he, he, those players were absolutely playing their hearts out for him. If you haven't seen that Garrett Nelson video of him running around with the yep. trophy, it's amazing. He got them fired up. And unlike anybody that we've had, you know, probably since Bo. Yeah. Um, but he made mistakes, and rightfully so. He came in in the middle of the season and, you know, in a spot where, you know, it was a very, very tough spot. We've talked about it for weeks. But he made mistakes. I mean, you saw a lot of the same um, game management mistakes and stuff like that because he hasn't done it. Yeah. And we need somebody that's done it. Yeah. And, again, it's I, we've talked about this before. It's not a knock, but... Um, yeah, and I think, again, it's, just, it's hard. And, you know, will the RPO work at Nebraska? If he's bringing the RPO to Nebraska, I think the RPO, we see other teams of the Big Ten doing RPO-style offense. Uh, that's essentially what we have with Adrian Martinez. We just didn't have an offensive line. Yeah. We build that offensive, stri- offensive line strength, William. I believe that we can have an RPO work I at Nebraska. Absolutely. I think it absolutely I think any, could. Honestly, I think any team can make an RPO work. It's one of the hardest things to cover as a defense, especially if you have a good quarterback to do it. So that's another question is quarterbacks, what's going to happen with, uh, with Purdy? And what's going to happen with Thompson? Um, yeah, I mean, is Thompson going to – is he going to leave, you know? So we don't know um, yet. You know, Trey Palmer – Love the dude. He was an absolute freaking stud. Best of luck. I hope he gets drafted high. Uh, hope he has a great career in the NFL, just like Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson are two of the best receivers in the NFL. Yep. So um, I hope that happens. But, uh, you know, the other thing about Mickey, and I listen to a lot, but and I hate to single one particular thing <laughs> out, but I did listen to severe reaction this morning. And, you know, he said, before this season, or even at the start of the season, would you have thought or said that you want Mickey Joseph as the next head coach at Nebraska? No one probably would have said that. You know what I mean? I think there's a lot of speculation that he was coming on staff, and after after the, the end of Frost's contract... Or potentially towards the end, he might be the next head I can coach. Understand that. So I think that was a lot of the discussion there. Um, so I don't think anyone thought that he absolutely, like next year, he could be our head coach. But again, he may have been successful. We don't know. Like that's the thing. Like it's it would have been um, it would have been a, a shot that we would have taken, and that would have been a huge shot by Trev. Um, a and long shot, and it, it may have worked out. It and, may not, and it may have cost Trev's job if it didn't. And you same know, thing with rule. It, it would have been, and, and and it could, you know. But it would have been the same thing, you know. We just went down this path of a former Husker quarterback <laughs> being being the head coach, and everybody loves him, and it didn't work out. I'm not saying that that necessarily would happen with Mickey, but I mean, yep. you just you just never know. So yeah, so Ross, like you say, you know that that proven track record. You know, we have a coach without it, and then you have rule or spending nine mil. You talked about, you know, you could spend less on a coach like Mickey, uh, not only keeping him on staff, but you're giving him an opportunity at that, that coaching job. Again, I don't think there's a wrong answer for the argument for Mickey and the argument for Rule or for against either. No. I think everybody has a valid argument um, either way, and that's why I don't I don't feel a certain way. I just don't like the negativity around it. I, I don't feel a certain way either. Yeah. And, I just hate seeing how many negative comments there are. Yep. Every. Thing you look at on Twitter is so negative, and it's it's frustrating because that's not going to help us, yeah. guys. For yeah. real, yeah, it's <laughs> it's not. And, and again, I I think rule. I think he's going to have success. But Adam Carricker mentioned this on a show. Um, I believe it was last last Sunday. He mentioned here's what Husker fans need to understand about Matt Rule. Look at what he did at Temple. Look what he did at Baylor. Started off slow. He is a program builder, which means he's going to have to knock it down to build it back up. That's what we thought Frost was going to do, and he he really didn't. He started the process, but we didn't actually build it back up. So he changed a lot of things, and a lot of those things were for the negative. And then he tried to build it back up in a way that did not work in the Big Ten. And so... That was that was a big failure on his part, and he had some. I think again, some bad people chatting in his ears about what to do there. So plus some other issues that it, we will yes. discuss. But, but if if Rule does it right and can rebuild this program, 
anybody who's upset now is not going to be so so upset in two years when we're you know maybe eight and four. Shit, look at dude, look at our schedule next year. I there's no possible way. I don't care what Matt Rule does from his coordinators to anything as far as what type of offense he runs. There's no way in hell we're only winning one game next year. There's no, no way in hell. We, no. we have if you, again, this is just me because I do I this every year. We have a nine and three, easy nine and three. We should go four and zero to start the season next year. We should. We really should. Like seriously, look at the schedule. If we don't go four and zero, I don't care who your coach is. There's a problem. So, and I will say that if rules and go four and zero to start the season next year, but right. we don't need to go four and zero to but, start the season. But have you seen our schedule? I, we play Minnesota on Thursday night, first yep. freaking game of the college football season. Anyway, the one thing I will say about Matt Rule is he could literally just sit on his couch and get paid like $40 million. Yep. But instead, he decided he's going to come somewhere like Nebraska and try to rebuild our program. So if you don't like that, I don't know what to tell you because he could literally be doing nothing, but he's choosing to do this. Yep. So if that doesn't encourage you, then I don't know what's wrong. And Kara, I say that every year about our start to the season, so it's oh, never yeah. going to change. Matt was supposed <laughs> to shut up, <laughs> shut up. We're not going back to my early preseason rankings, every <laughs> <laughs> prediction. But, but Ross, here's another. Yes, and so Ross and Ross. First Ross, uh, Ross M. Uh, again, the underwhelming part. Again, I think I don't necessarily disagree with that. Uh, again, with, there's a lot of great coaches out there. There's also a lot of great coaches that are. They are unavailable, or they got extended. Or um, they're not going to choose to come to Nebraska when we've been so bad for so long. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, and, and to the other Ross, yes, recruit. if we get Leonard and we're starting to recruit the Wisconsin-Ohio players with the Texas players that Rule can bring in, I think that's huge. Um, let's see. If he doesn't turn it around in three to four years, does he bolt for a different program? If he doesn't turn around in three to four years, He's I don't gonna know. He's going to get fired. <laughs> there's, not, there's a chance that would happen, but I think also I think the, the eight-year deal, a lot of people don't like that. I don't like the dollar amount with it. I really don't. But you're showing the commitment to the coach. We're gonna, we are going to give you that time. The problem with Frost is we gave him a shorter contract and then extended him after two losing seasons. After his first losing season, I, I right. can't remember. So it's like that was just a bad, a bad job by Bill Moose to extend him. So um, that gives, like you, you said yesterday when I talked to you, or yeah, yesterday you said that you know gives validation for recruits. Yep. Like, hey, he's he's gonna be here. You know, as long as we're being competitive and winning games, yeah. then he's going to be here for a while. Yep. So it's not like, oh, he's going to leave, and then what do I do? This is the guy that recruited me type of thing. So, yep. and, and, again, my mindset and just his, his track record with his college teams that he's coached, I think Nebraska is going to be able to recruit better um, and bring in better guys than what Temple and Baylor did, which is why I don't think we're going to have that totally break it down to build it back up. The only thing we need to really totally break down and bring back up is going to be our offense-defensive line. <laughs> We we need to. Exactly. That's where that's going to be his number one focus. He already said that. He goes, if you start well on the lines, you're already off to a better start than any other team. If you have that that toughness and uh, up front, physical and mental. So, again, yeah, Ross. Rule number one is to well, keep Mickey, hundred percent. And the other thing, and I'm not saying you know, obviously we haven't been very good, but we have like 16 guys after Palmer left that are return returning starters. I mean, I know that. That's not necessarily, a, you know, like I said, we haven't won very many games, but you can build on that. You, if you can start developing them and get proper techniques and, you know, several different things that we're not coaches. But you know what I mean. If we can get things going in the right direction, those guys can get better. Yep. And I know we're a little bit young on defense, but we've already seen guys like Houseman and, and Hartzog that have just been awesome already. Houseman, Hartzog, Gifford, and one more guy I want to talk about that we saw um, last week. And we've seen some of, uh, of, of Buddha Wright as well. But Omar Brown was playing last yeah. week too. Omar yeah. Brown had a good game against Iowa. These guys worked their asses off for Mickey, as did the rest of the team. Again, I do not doubt anything Mickey has done with this team, and Rule needs to come in, not only keep him on staff, but build on that. You need to build on what Mickey's already done in the, what, 11 weeks he was coaching the team. 
you build on that as a new head coach. Here's the here's what Mickey's done to help build and put some of that foundation together as the interim head coach. We're going to bring you in. Boom, you're going to keep Mickey on staff. Great. Here's what Mickey's done. Let's talk. Let's ha- let's figure out where our strengths are, where our weaknesses are. Let's do this together because that's what's going to have to happen for Nebraska to be successful next year is he's going to really have to tap into Mickey and what Mickey has done, not because – Yes, he's a new head coach. I don't see that as a negative. I see that him being smart because Mickey right. knows the strengths right now and where we work. Frost would never put in a guy for someone who's been starting. He would never put in those freshmen. Never. He was not going to. Bill Bush, Mickey, they're like, put him in. They want to play there, earn their spot, get him in the game. Right. I love it. And, you know, if Casey doesn't stay, then, you know, Matt going to have to figure out who the quarterback is, whether it's one of those, you know, guys that we have in that quarterback room that maybe fits – you know, his style better or go after a transfer transfer portal quarterback or, you know, whatever it is. But, um, you know, the one th- I keep going back to it because I love Mickey. I do. But when people are so mad that he didn't get the job, it's like, you know, he, he, um, he gave, I feel like he just gave Whipple way too long of a leash. Like we, we went to that Minnesota game. He left Purdy in the game. For way too long. And I know that you can say, oh, he's the offensive coordinator, he calls the shots, but I think... That was his style quarterback. That's that's the problem. And that was, yeah, I think that just goes back to it. Like, just some of those little mistakes. And that's why I'm just kind of trying to validate why I think that he didn't get the job so that you guys can all chill. But I still (laughs) love Mickey. Yeah. And I want him to be on staff. Yeah, and and again, like, I I love the guy. yeah, best strength and conditioning coach, Ross, you're right. Uh, that speed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, after that West Side track star, absolutely. It, we offered the, that kicker from um, West Side as well after he nailed five field goals in the championship game for West Side High School. I mean, we're, we're getting the guys. We're making good offers. We need to continue that, and Rule's going to start going after Texas guys. And right now he can do all of that while other coaches are still out there coaching. Yeah, well, and did you watch any of the TCU Iowa State game yesterday, TCU was flying around. They are so fast. Yep. We need to get players like that. Yep. Their defense was so fast. It was, um, it was incredible. Casey, uh, he will not keep Whipple on staff. There's absolutely no way. It's not. It's not like, a style offense. And that's. I think that's the best thing. That's it's gonna not happen. a Big Ten style of offense. It's the best thing that's going to happen to Nebraska football in the offseason is Whipple. He's probably already been fired, and we just don't know about it yet. But I guarantee he doesn't have a job. So um, I'm excited about that. Again, no disrespect to Whipple. I just don't think he was a good offense coordinator for Nebraska or the Big Ten. It just didn't work. But I mean, the the deep balls to Trey Palmer, they're, they're fun, but. You know, it also keeps your defense on the field longer. Yeah, <laughs> and you score so quick, but it it helped us this week. So absolutely, um, you know, and so yeah, I want a couple more comments here. Casey and Chuba return. Let's see. Yeah, again, I, he might honestly. Chuba's got some speed. The dude can run. Yeah. But when you're trying to keep him in the pocket, Tristan, and that's your style, again, that more development. I don't development. I actually agree with that. Yes, development. Develop those quarterbacks. And we know Casey can run too. They both can oh, yeah. run. But if you have multiple quarterbacks that have been developed to run that style of offense, the, both those guys could do it. Well, I have no doubt Casey, they can. Casey could be so good if we have a good offensive line and have a good run game. I mean, he's already a good passer, even though a third of his dropbacks or half of his dropbacks are quarterback hurries. And even half the time he does that, he rolls out and throws a solid pass. Yeah. I mean, um, if he had a good offensive line and we were able to run the ball – can you imagine how good he'd be if we could pass? You know, if you know when he goes back, when he does need yep. to go back to pass, it'd be crazy. Mm-hmm. So Ross, I like your point here about Mickey. The reason why some people are upset about he wasn't hired or wanted him to be hired because the fear is that he leaves for a coaching job elsewhere. That is right now, unfortunately, that's football, and I I don't I, disagree with that. I think that's a very valid point. I think a lot of people think that he could get hired elsewhere and he might take the job elsewhere. But he also he also loves Nebraska and would want to right. stay at Nebraska. So I think right now, it, again, someone mentioned earlier. Sorry, I can't remember who it was. Um, mentioned that Comments he is staying. So if he is staying, 
Uh, it's already been uh, agreed on. That's great. I think there was some money being worked out as from what I was hearing, too, on some of the rumors. Again, just rumors. But if that's the case, who knows? Well, and I had heard that he had gotten the Arizona State uh, offer, but they they hired a new coach. So, yeah. I mean, that's off the table. Yep. Um, so I really hope we keep him. Uh, sorry, yeah, a lot of comments coming in. Uh, someone mentioned, too, that Matt Rule is just a start. Uh, I think Odds or Olds was your last name. Um, but, yeah, uh, it's, it's going to be a supporting staff that's really going to make a difference in how I think Nebraska fans feel. Uh, Ross, you mentioned two Panthers coaches are leaving to join Matt Rule's staff. I, I thought I heard that I've as heard, well. I've heard a little bit about that. D-line coach and strength, strength assistant strength coach, fantastic. Bring them on. Um, could be other departures. That that's great. I mean, you get some of these guys that have been at the NFL level coming to coach up some of these guys, develop these guys. I think that's great. Um, again, we had Ryola Especially because I think a lot of those guys were with them were with Rule when he was at Baylor and or Temple. Yep. So yep. Uh, yeah, we know Case can run because he definitely was running for his life uh, all year. You're right. <laughs> that's a good one. You're right. Like um, that, Casey. So again, I'm I am optimistic. I am not. Um, Head over heels for Rule. I, I'm also not upset about Rule. I think Jimmy's okay. the same way. I, I'm, I'm I'm right in the middle. I'm excited I'm, I'm to see who he brings in. Want to wait and see what happens. I'm excited to see who he brings in the coaching staff. Uh, excited to see where the development goes. I'll be bummed if we don't keep Mickey, but yep, I'm just kind of a wait and see at this point. Yeah, but I do think we do not go one and eleven in our first year like he did with Temple and Baylor. There's no possible way. No. No possible way. We are already. At a, at a better place than I think both those programs were when he took over. So, um, because they were both, I think Temple was just Temple, but I know Baylor was on the decline, plus he had all the sanctions because of Art Bryles. I think they were going through a lot. So And they had so many players leave. Yeah, so I think. And I really hope that we can keep a lot of our players. The, the schedule, again, the schedule is very favorable. Again, for us next year, it was this have? year as well. Michigan, Michigan State, and Maryland are I think all three, three of those. Across. Yep. Uh, division games. I am not drink. I am not Casey. I'm not drinking Kool Aid until our preseason predictions come out, and then you're gonna see something wonky. So pay attention next year for those. But um, again, I I think we have a better sh- a better shot to start off in a good honestly, place. With honestly, him. the last time that we hired a coach, ninety nine point nine percent of people were on board. And guess what? He was the worst coach we've had in basically the history of our program. Yep. But everybody loved him. He was the golden boy. There, so the fact that it's split is interesting. Gives me more op- <laughs> more it, hope. Yeah, it literally yeah. gives me more hope. I do think what's interesting. I remember when Mike Riley got hired, and I think that was the first year we did our show. Was Mike Riley's first year is when we started the two hours. First guys. game we, or the first show we did was after the BYU Hail Mary. Yep, and I remember. <laughs> yes, uh, I remember when Mike Riley got hired. A lot of the fan base was split like this too, and actually, I think there was more negativity around it or uh, unhappiness than there is now, but. I do think that that was an underwhelming hire for a lot of people as well um, because of what he did just at Oregon State and because he was an older guy. I think there's a lot of things that went into that. but He, he wasn't intense. He, he was just a nice guy. Like yep. They literally tried – Sean Eichhorst tried to hire a coach that was the complete opposite of Bo Pelini, and it was an absolute yep. colossal mistake. Yep. Ross, okay, so we're, we're going to switch topics here from Coach. You can keep bringing in questions. We'll answer them as we get them. But, um, <laughs> right, was. Um, so, off topic, Ross asks, who's, who's going to come back? And I had to Google who Riley was too, Casey. Yes. Seriously. Yes. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember. They went to, like, one Rose Bowl. Anyway. Um, so, who's staying, who's going? I think I would not be surprised if, Casey leaves and Chubba stays, to be honest. I think Casey might just leave football altogether. He might be done. Uh, obviously, he's got, he could grad transfer, but I don't know. Maybe he will, maybe he won't. I mean, he's already transferred once. I don't know if he's, he's like 24 years old. That. I think he just maybe wants to start his career. He might be done, yeah. Um, I, 
don't know. It's tough. I, I was saying in one of the games, uh, actually in the Wisconsin game, I was saying that Ramir Johnson is going to leave. I think I said it a couple times on the show this year. I think he's gone. That sucks. Because when but he came in on when he came in on Friday, he looked so fast. He was he was the best guy on the field on Friday in the run game. I don't know. Anthony Grant could he, leave. I he mean, wouldn't have to sit out if he transfers. I think because he's a grad transfer, Casey. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Smothers leaves. Uh, Jason, I, I wouldn't. I think it's going to depend on Matt Rule and how he addresses the team. Um, and what he wants to do, how he addresses certain players, and what he wants to do with them, because because we have we have a lot of guys in that running back room that have not Gabe Irvin, uh, Ramir Johnson, obviously we had Anthony Grant, we're going to have AJ, AJ Allen, Allen back next year from injury, so it's gonna it's tough. It, we have uh, who's the quarterback we got coming in? Was it Flores? Is that his last name? Um, Something like that. Uh, Torres, Torres, he's down in Texas, but he had an injury his senior year. Um, but he'll be he'll be coming in. I think we have a lot of guys. I think I don't know. It's real tough, right? That's a good question. I didn't think about that before the show. I probably should have. But yeah, I know. I didn't really either. Uh, Torres, thank you. I was like Flores, Torres. That was close. No, I mean I thought about it a little bit. Um, it's just so uncertain. I mean, guys could be like. I was a Frost guy. I love Mickey Joseph, and I don't want to stay. Yeah. Or they could talk to Matt Rule and be like, I am totally on board, and maybe I wasn't, but now I am. Um, I hope Garrett Nelson stays, yeah. even though, I mean, he could he could literally leave and go to the He could try know, to go to the draft. He could go to the draft, but... The uh, guy loves football. He loves Nebraska. He might stay another year. I really hope he stays another year. Just, you know, just to... Try it out yeah. with the new coach. Um, even though I know he was a big Frost guy um, and Mickey, but yeah. I don't know. It's going to be awfully interesting to see how many guys hit that portal um, and how many guys we bring in in the portal. And, and we might know something between next this week's show and, and next Sunday when we do our, our show before you know, after all the, the championship games. Um, and we'll have a, a playoff show as well for that. But um, – I, I do think, cool. yeah, Casey, again, I think cool. Nelson's going to stay. But, um, yeah, he doesn't have a great draft stock. Um, yeah, he could do more NAL. But he doesn't have a great draft stock because the team sucks so bad. And, he, and he's Even the best, hardest-working guy. He's been so good. Um, but anyway. But, yeah, we might know more in the next week. Again, I think we're going to know more about um, rules hires for next week's show, too. So I think, yeah, it is, Kara, it's going to be a wait and kind of you know see what happens, I think. Once Rule is going to address the team and get in front of them and they get a good feel for him, they know who's coming in for coaches, I think that's going to give them a better idea. Plus, what's interesting, too, is look at Casey Rogers at Oregon. Um, <laughs> um, the dude is he's kind of tearing it up. I mean, he's had a great year at Oregon. And yeah, because he, he probably was, got a bit developed. Well, he was going to be a starter for Nebraska. But then guess what? Uh, Tony takes that job out at Oregon, and he's like, I'm going with my coach. Yep. So that could happen to literally any coach that thank you, Kara. Any coach that any coach that leaves Nebraska or, or doesn't continue on with Nebraska, you're gonna have kids that might transfer just for that coach. Again, I don't know in our coaching staff if anybody's gonna do that, to be honest, but you never know. Um it uh it, it is a it's a big thing. When a coach recruits you, you're you're pretty tied to that guy. I mean, that's how I was when I played sports, and I know that's how a lot of these guys are. Yep. Some, you know, some guys go to a school for, you know, the prestige of the school. You know, guys go to Alabama because it's Alabama, and then they don't play, so they leave. But some guys go, you know, to, you know, middle of the road or smaller schools because of coaches like Mickey Joseph that recruit them. Yeah. And when they leave, they follow them. Trey Palmer, perfect example. So... Yep. Um, that's why I kind of hope we keep some of the guys. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's hard to say. I it's mean, even, really, really hard to say. This is a this is a, it was a really good question. Even interesting, it was interesting having Thompson come from Texas when I think he could have done better than Quinn Ewers down at Texas. 
I think he might have had more success than, than Quinn Ewers did, but that thing was and set in stone before he even went to Ohio State because oh, Texas knew he, he was coming. He could have he gone to Kansas State and probably you know been just as good, if not better, than Adrian Martinez did. Yeah. I mean, now he's not even starting, and they're, they're, they're like a top-ten team now. Yep. So, yep. Um, but he had success there. I mean, yep. that's just a perfect example of, like, underdeveloped players for yep. years. Years and years and years. Yep. Uh, so, Casey, you mentioned, you know, the walk-on program. Again, Frost started doing more of that in his tenure. Um, yeah. Big difference. Scholarship players, yeah, you might be committed to that coach more than you are the school itself. Um, and then walk-ons are going to be more committed to the school. I think that's a very good point. And I think we have um, – I mean, look at Feist. Feist was a walk-on. Um, From Nebraska. Yeah, I mean, we have a hand, We actually have a handful of guys playing on our, on our offensive defensive line that are walk-ons. Um, and I think that does go to show what Frost was trying to do, that development just maybe wasn't there. So, yeah, it is not all on coaches. Absolutely, I agree with that. Oh, I, um, I totally agree. A lot of it is on just the guys and their ability to take in the information and, and put it on the field and being able to execute the plays. Because a lot of times, really, in a lot of our games, we did not execute to the ability, which you can't blame coaches for execution. You can blame coaches for development, for strength conditioning, and a lot of other things, but you cannot blame them for execution. So The only reason you can blame them for execution is if you're not tackling in practice and you're not doing some of the other things that we heard were going on or if you practice. Or if you decide to so, throw, throw the ball on third and one when you can just pound it up the middle. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. yeah, I mean, you can't blame everything on coaches, um, but... When you're not doing things the right way, yep. it translates on the field on Saturdays. And I think, yeah, make, uh, dude, the accountability piece from Mickey and, and even um, you know guys like Bill Bush, and when you hear some of these coaches talk in the post game, <laughs> man, I, I, love, I love that they take <laughs> accountability. Again, that was kind of a twist from Frost, too. Frost didn't do a lot of, hey, this is on me. It wasn't, that wasn't a lot of his style in the press conferences. And so – listening to Mickey and saying, hey, we got to be better as a coaching staff and we have to execute better. It was never just coaches or just players because – I think that's why people love Mickey so much. Like we just said. He was just honest. Most coaches are like beat around the bush, and he did not. He yeah. gave it to you straight. He's very And blunt. he was very good – he was a very good speaker. He's very blunt like a lot of the coaches who are winning games. Yeah. That's what it was. I mean, even even the guys after winning a game, and they're like, what, what went well, what didn't? They're going to point out what went wrong first – rather than what went well, because yep. they know that, hey, we, we practice this, we do this all the time, we need to execute better, and coaches, we need to be better, but then I'll go back to the positives as well. So I think Mickey did a lot of that, which is his mannerisms, his um, his tenacity he's on the very field. Well he's spoken, very well spoken, and he is he's a, good, he's a good dude. Yeah, so I do think, um, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a long offseason, 100%. <laughs> Uh, yeah, MJ never blamed anybody. He he blamed himself and coaches more before he would say anything about execution. And so, um, just a great guy. We we love Mickey. Uh, again, if the the rumor is true that he's he is staying, I think that's the best choice and the best choice rules made. And I think that's going to gain some of that fan base to kind of pull more towards rules direction and backing him up. And I did see some some people comment again on social media. So you got to take it with a grain of salt. A lot of idiots out there, including us doing the show. But uh, we're, great. <laughs> we're great. We're not the smartest, but we're great. Um, but I think there's a lot of people who are like, if he doesn't keep Mickey, then I'm not watching Nebraska. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, but uh, you're just going to turn your fandom because he doesn't keep one coach. Like, I get it. You like Mickey, but you also got to let the next guy do his job. And so if rules keeping Mickey, I think you're going to pull a lot of that fan base that is on the maybe I'm unsure or I'm not happy about it to, lot, okay, let's see what we can do. A lot of those people that are on the fence will, you know, start to lean in the right direction. Maybe just be more optimistic or more um, maybe not even excited, just not on the, the negative side of things. But Yeah. Um... So, again, not excited, not overwhelmed, not underwhelmed. I think it was just kind of a middle-of-the-road type hire. Again, I wouldn't say it's a home run, but I think it is a good hire. Um, I saw someone else say, you know, this wasn't uh, this was the best hire and fit for Nebraska. Right. And so I think that and not that's only that, I like. but I, you know, another thing was this is the best hire Nebraska can get right now. Yes. Because of where we're at. So I mean, yes. 
And, and again, it wasn't just the best a, hire for Nebraska. It's, it's a tough job, dude. I wouldn't want to do that job. Most coaches don't want to do that job because this is this is our you know this is our Super Bowl every week. Yep. This is all we have. There's not a pro <laughs> sport in this state, and that's why it's the biggest thing. Yes. Other people can be like, oh, they're not good this year. Texas A&M fans cannot go to a game because it's cold yeah. in Texas. <laughs> I mean, that's not how we roll. Like this is our this is our deal, and so everybody's yes. everybody's into it. So it's a tough job because you're under a microscope every second yeah. of every day. And, and so I I can't remember the national media member, but what he did say again, it is it is the best fit for Nebraska and the best hire for Nebraska at this time. And I think the fit is is what he mentioned that kind of stuck with me too because. Um, that's what you want. It's not always going to be a guy that's a great coach or the best coach, but it's the fit for the team that he's going to come and coach. And so, uh, again, take it with a grain of salt, however you want to, but I, that kind of hit me in something that I was excited about too, just to to see how things go and, and be more, hey, let's get him going, let's see what he does. And, and Honestly, I'm more excited now than I was when – I kind of first heard a couple of weeks ago that he was going to be the coach. And even when the news broke yesterday, just because of things that I've seen and, and research that I've done, and I've read a lot of negative things, <laughs> which you would think would make me not be excited. But most of the things that I've read that kind of turn, I mean, they, they've turned me into more optimistic than not. I'm more excited now. Yes. Um, last thing, Casey. So, are you idiots for watching the show? No, you're our biggest fans. We love you guys. Um, that's what that's what makes us come back every week. So, again, we appreciate you coming on and watching us. Two average guys. We're not idiots. Um, but yeah, I, I do think um, you know we do have a history. No, we said we're. I said we're idiots. Oh, okay. And then he said, yeah. "Are you idiots for watching the show or for <laughs> you doing it?" But um, yeah, we do have a history of firing coaches, which makes people balk at coming to Nebraska too. Um, so, all right. That's all we're going to say on coaches. You can still send us messages. We'll discuss it again. Uh, we'll see how the press conference goes and what we find out this yeah, week. We may I do mean, a show. I mean, that's all we're going to talk about for the next 10 months, right? It's going to be great. How, how's this Matt Rule hire going to go? We, we may do a show midweek. We'll kind of see what happens. But I would probably expect next Sunday to kind of stay on schedule. Um, so we'll see. Excuse me. Um, the game. We beat Iowa. Not only yes, do we, we beat Iowa, um, but – we knocked them out of the Big Ten Championship game, which actually, I told Jimmy this, I think we did them a favor because all that was going to happen is they were going to go play Michigan and just get throttled yep. like they did against Ohio State. It was not going to be a good game. It was they was going to be a beatdown. Yeah, it was going to be brutal. So um, I, someone someone earlier mentioned that uh, Iowa, uh, Brian, her parents let off the gas towards the end of the game because they didn't want to win because they didn't want to go play Michigan. I'm like, dude, you must be an Iowa fan because – that's a two. That's like a two hundred thousand dollar bonus for getting to the Big Ten championship game. I don't yeah. care how old the dude is, how rich he is, how much guaranteed money he has. He ain't turning that down. And he, he wants definitely to wants to beat Nebraska every year because that's one of their biggest games. Well, he's like, oh, and I heard he might be retiring after this year, anyways. And I'm like, after be, lo- after losing to Nebraska, he should retire he anyways. Might be firing his son, but that's about it. He said he will never fire Brian Ferentz, which is the funniest thing I've ever heard because he is your offense is awful. So um, that was very sweet to beat Iowa. The one thing I did not like, the very one negative thing I have about that game is we let off the gas. Yeah. We, we were up 24 nothing, and instead of well, pounding it and getting another 24 points like we definitely could have, you keep you send Washington downfield, you send a tight end downfield, you send Palmer downfield, you keep going down. Just streak the field. That's all you got to do and let Casey <coughs> let it rip. Boom. They touchdown. Oliver Martin, get it down there. Like, if We score more if, points. If what worked was passing, you know, the pass game, Casey slinging it, then we should have kept it going. Yeah. We did kind of what I wanted in the moment, which was to run the ball, but we couldn't run the ball. Like, I was like, let's run the ball and kill the clock. But that didn't work. We were losing yards on the run game. Like, we should have kept our foot on the gas, just yeah. s- slinging it to Palmer, really. So, so we gave them a chance to come back and make Nebraska fans nervous as hell like we are every week sure when did. we have a lead. Sure did. But... Um, 
it was still so sweet. Like it really was. And if you guys listen to the post game, if you haven't, go watch it. Trey Palmer, that dude's hilarious. Oh, he's he's awesome, like he's dude. like I'm just here to ball. And they're like, what do you see in the defense? He goes, they couldn't keep up with me. They couldn't catch well, me. They couldn't catch me. He's like, I don't, he, I don't care who. I don't care if it was if it was Riley Moss or thirty three. He's like, I don't care who it is across me. I don't care if it was a freshman. I don't care if it was a senior. He goes, I'm beating them. You can't catch me. And I loved it. I think, he's laughing the whole time. It was great. I think he made a comment like he had watched film, and this is hearsay, but he watched film and he went to Casey and said, "Throw it as far as you can. They're not." <laughs> gonna catch like they're not gonna catch me and that was what basically happened in the game yeah yeah <laughs> it's wild it's so funny and they he's had, amazing they asked him about his twitter post because or twitter instagram whatever see so he made it oh, on post saying i woke up even more pissed off today and then he did and then he scored two more touchdowns and so and he's like yeah he goes i just well i don't know what it was i woke up and i was already just super pissed off and wanted to come out here and win and i'm like dude the guy just he wakes up and he's ready to go he's ready to ball and that's why I think he's gonna he's gonna get drafted. There's no doubt he's gonna go. He also congratulations to him on getting the 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 yards uh, the record for receiving yeah. yards uh, in Nebraska be, beating be Stanley one, Morgan. One of our favorites, Stanley Morgan. But um, that was cool. Yeah, they were showing it before the game, and I'm like, eh, I don't think I'll get it. <laughs> and then, like yeah. two plays later, he got it. Yeah. Well, and and uh, yeah. So Cooper DeGene goes out. Um, on the massive hit by Washington. I mean, that oh, was, that dude, was he, he hit him so hard. It was a good hit. Um, Washington was blocking on the outside. Cooper DeGene, I've, I've talked crap on him when I've walked out, watched Iowa this year, but he's, I think he's a freshman, maybe a sophomore, but man, the guy's, the guy had a good year for Iowa. And oh, he's one of their best players. What's funny is for Iowa, as good as their defense was winning the turnover battle all year, the fact that, like Casey says, we won the turnover battle on defense and, Newsom missed two wide open interceptions that would have absolutely at, at least one, but yeah, probably no two, two right through his hands. Yeah, the, that would have absolutely sealed the game. So we at least, we at least would have put another three points on. So, so and we missed a field goal. Yes, but, um, you know the the thing about it was, um, I was a little bit under the weather over Thanksgiving and whatever. So I talked to my dad on Friday morning before the game, yep. and he said, "How are you feeling?" And I said, I don't really know. Um, I know what Iowa's game plan is. <laughs> They're going to try to do what Illinois, Minnesota, Michigan did. Run the ball. They're going to run the ball and play defense. And, you know, we didn't have Casey for a few of those games, so that could, you know, make a little bit of a difference. Yeah. But um, we seem to always lose the turnover battle against Iowa. Yep. And I was like, and I was going to try to, you know, win the turnover battle, place a lot of defense, probably not be very good on offense, but it'll probably be a low-scoring game. If we can win the turnover battle, we're going to win the game. And we did. And that was the difference. Well, and, you know, it's it's kind of funny because, you know, Ross, you mentioned 13-10, uh, no matter who won the game, it's going to be 13-10. So when we went up 17 nothing. I'm like, damn, like I, you know, Iowa's defense won the turnover battle all, all year. Every game, every They were, team. like, plus eight, and we were, like, minus six. Yeah, so the fact that we came out and won that turnover battle, uh, and I will say that one turnover they had, I'm not I'm not determined that that was conclusive because both guys were holding on to the ball after uh, the fumble by Ramirez. But either way, doesn't matter. Game's over. We won. But that was huge. Scoreboard. Nobody else did what we did to Iowa, both on offense and defense. Nobody. And so the fact that a three-win team came out and beat Iowa, no, it's not On the road. That, that was for our fourth win, so no, that's not flashy at all. But we beat our rival, we won on the road. And, and we knocked them out of the Big Ten championship. Knocked them out of the Big Ten. So how sweet is that to bring that trophy home to Nebraska and say, Iowa, our corn is better? Just and I watched that video of Garrett Nelson like 20 times. <laughs> yeah, well, it was amazing. Sorry, real quick, Casey, you're right. So usually that that ball goes to the offense when you got two guys fighting for the ball. Right. I don't disagree that he didn't. I don't disagree about the fumble. He did, but both guys are on top of the ball. His right hand was still under the ball before his left hand came up to where they were both struggling with it. He still had his arm on the ball. It's not like he completely let go of the ball and was no hands on it. 
he had a hand on the ball the whole time. So Agreed. I thought that was kind of interesting that they said it was confirmed that it was a turnover. But, again, it is what it is. Um, but something clicked on our defense for sure, Kara. Again, they don't have a great offense. But what I love what our, our coaches did is they dialed into the film and said, what do we got to do to make sure that we're putting the pressure on and we're trying to get and win that turnover battle? And we were bringing the sa- the corner blitzes. We were oh, dude. We were I, doing uh, weird gap blitzes. I mean, we did a great job of getting to their weak points and their offensive line and running around their offensive I, line to make it happen. I rewatched the they, – they didn't have it, like, the 40-minute on YouTube of the game, but they had, like, a 26-minute oh. kind of uh, recap of the game. Yeah. And it was basically, like, they just went through every play real quick. And where uh, Petrus got hurt – Quentin Newsome, right before the play, they made a change and they dropped a tight end and he went across or whatever. He he went in motion yep. and he signaled all crazy and then he came on a corner blitz and blew him up. Yeah. And honestly, when Petrus went out, I was like, here we go again. Backup quarterbacks didn't come <laughs> in and beat us. That's what always happens. Yeah. And I mean, Padilla was terrible, right. but... Neither court, neither of their quarterbacks can hit a they're, hit a receiver. They can hit their tight end so, no, no so more terrible. than like eight to ten yards downfield. So their accuracy was garbage. If their accuracy was better, that game actually might have been a little closer. But um, I got this shirt, guys, from um, from Husker Hounds. I got it today, actually. Um, there's two different versions. I got the darker red. There's also a lighter red color. I like the dark I like red. the darker red with the black outline. So I got this from Husker Hounds. So uh, I think they may have it online, too. I think uh, bbbprinting.com. It's a Lincoln uh, company. I think they also have uh, Iowa has bad corn shirt. So uh, something to look into. If, if you're a, you know, a frequent watcher, you're probably not seeing our helmet that's normally right here. It's at my house. I forgot it. <laughs> well, it's okay <laughs> to get it signed by Adam. And as you may have seen, my, my son went and uh, I was out of town. Jimmy was working. So I had my son uh, and my dad actually went and saw Carriker and, uh, you know, got some pictures with him and signed the helmet. And He signed it. Throw the bones. Yep. He's, throw the bones. It's fun. I can't wait to meet him. So we've talked to him a few so, times. We've done a few phone interviews with him. Yep. But, uh We'll talk to you soon, Adam. Yep. Yeah, and, and he'll be on again tonight. Uh, it's normal time, eight o'clock. So yeah, he'll be on a couple hours. Um, but yeah, I mean, really, guys, that game was uh, it was a full, complete game by our Nebraska defense. Our offense let off the gas. Uh, I think they were just again run the clock down, which is what you want to see. I think we tried doing it too early, to where we probably could have put up a couple we, more TDs we before. Tried, we, we tried running. to run a Big Ten offense in the second <laughs> half, but we couldn't. We can't. We don't Dude, have the line. Yeah, we, we can't do that. So we, we tried it. Maybe you know, maybe Matt Rule make you know bring us put us in that yeah. spot. Yeah, so I'm again that, that game was great. Uh, it's definitely what we needed care to end the season on a high note. Um, man, I just think about la- the last few years when we're losing by a field goal to Iowa, how awful that feeling is to Or being up in the second half with Smothers at quarterback and then they block a punt and take it back for a touchdown. I mean, there's just been so much heartbreak. Yep. And I will say, I will say in that game, I'm going to give credit to our offensive line as well because I think our offensive line in that game, it was one of their better games. It was definitely one of their better games. Against one of the better defenses, definitely Mm -hmm. in the Big Ten. Mm -hmm. So. I was I was more impressed with our offensive line in that game from a, a full 60 minutes than I was in any other game. And that's saying something because they've had a couple spots here and there where they've been done well. But I think that was one of their best games where we weren't running around uh, their line nearly as much. As much. Again, it wasn't a great game, but it was one of their best games. I do want to give them credit because I did see some growth there and some better things than what I saw in some previous games that I think could have helped us win a couple more games. Um, For sure. Anyone take pride in the fact that offense player knocked two coaches clean out out this year, two good hits, Uh, Washington in the Iowa game and Grant during the Rutgers game. Oh, when Grant hit that dude in that Rutgers game. That was yeah, I mean, phenomenal. these are our offensive players that are, again, they got nose for the ball, they got nose for this game, and they're coming in hitting hard. I love it. I think it's great. Um, 
I think it's great to see uh, that that toughness on the field. Washington is a guy I think is going to be our number one receiver this next year. I'm I wanted I him to get the ball. Stays. Wanted him to get the ball more this year. I do hope he stays as well. So we'll kind of be looking in on him. He's already transferred once. He transfers again. He got to sit out of here. So that's that's a big. I don't deal. even know what the rules are anymore. That's man. a big deal. So yes, I really don't even know how the things work anymore. Um. He was sleeping. He he, he did go night-night, Casey. Oh, Cooper DeGene went night-night really fast. And one thing, too, I want to give credit to our Nebraska um, athletic staff, or um, the um, uh, oh, trainers. The, the trainers, because he got knocked out right on the sideline. They were on the field in seconds. They were right there. And I when Iowa ran when their trainers ran over, I was like, oh, are they going to, like, kick him out of the way because yeah. that would be kind of rude because they're helping and but they didn't well what's interesting about that is in most games in most situations doesn't matter where the guy gets hit or where he gets knocked out you usually don't see the other coaching staff come onto the field or anybody from the that coaching sideline come on the field um and so the fact that nebraska the athletic trainers were there right away and the staff were there right away to to check on him was something you just don't see very often so i thought that was pretty cool it was also nice that we didn't get flagged for it <laughs> we didn't get yes and I, I don't think it was a flag i really don't he lowered his shoulder but it, they did hit heads but he lowered his shoulder i don't think it was an illegal was hit flagged for Be, similar because if, if it's head to head it could go against cooper DeGene too just saying kenny bell <laughs> kenny bell wisconsin I'm seeing it even though we're already getting our ass kicked in that game. Um, but, again, I think there's a lot of a lot of good things we saw in that game that we can build on going into 2023. It's um, something I think that, again, Matt Rule's going to have to learn from any coach he keeps on staff and watch film. Really lean on Trev. Trev's a smart guy, uh, right. which, which makes me feel I mean, a little bit better about the hire, too. I feel like Trev is a smart guy. We know there's a lot of pull from boosters as well, but I think he's a smart enough guy to know that Matt Rule's a good fit or not. And so right now we got to put trust in the AD. Uh, he's not Sean Eichhorst. He's not well, some of these other guys and, we've had in the past. And, and I feel like, you know, Trev, we have to trust Trev because he fired Frost as early as he did, which, you know, take it how you want it, but – he was the one that chose Mickey to be the, you know, the interim coach. So, and everybody is, now loves Mickey. So is, he's made he's made a right. Is he decision. also not the guy that um, made? Well, essentially, we we can make our assumptions here, but I'm assuming he told Frost you're going to fire these assistants and bring in some new ones. Or oh yes, he definitely did. So, he definitely did. Because um, that's not the enemy's job to fire assistants. Honestly, from what I've heard, he. Um, didn't throw Frost under the bus about a lot of scandals that he was a part of out of respect. And yep. he basically just let him go and swept those under the rug yep. just because he's a stand-up guy. Yep. So, I don't know. Just throwing that out there. Yes, I think the red-white game is going to be exciting. Obviously, the red-white game, you just you see a lot. But with a new coach, I think we're going to see what style of offense he's going to bring and what the defense is going to look like. So I think you're going to see a lot of different things in the red-white game this next year. Um, again, I, I'm excited like I always am just because it's Husker football. Um, so we'll see. It's a wait-and-see deal. Uh, a couple of you said on here, it's a wait-and-see. Um, let's go ahead and see what Rule brings in, what kind of guys he brings in. Um, yes, work on our tackling, 100%. Carrot, uh, 100%. You know, who leaves, who stays, who we, what, you know, what kind of transfers we bring in, who's going to be the next, you know, if Casey stays or who's yep. the next quarterback. There's a lot up in the air. So, I mean, there's a, a lot to be talked about, and I just really hope that the next 10 months is not why <laughs> did we hire Matt Rule. Yes. I want other questions answered. Mm-hmm. during that time so which if you're gonna ask questions on our page on two average guys facebook like i did have yesterday some guys saying what a horrible hire that was the comment so i said why give me give me a reason why you think it's a horrible hire and they pointed to the nfl another guy worst hire since bill just another bill callahan okay give me some examples of why you think that because he was terrible in the nfl I'm like or because he was an nfl coach coming to college again not not a good reasoning so if you're going to bring some smoke, I'll give it back. I want to be devil's advocate. Again, I don't have all the answers. Um, and we did a little bit of that here today. I respect all your opinions. Um, I'm back in Matt Rule. I'm back in the Huskers. Uh, back in, you know, Trav and our AD and making sure that 
whoever comes whoever comes in with Matt Rule, and again, if Mickey's staying, that is the best news ever. Um, but I think he's a badass coach. Red. Yeah, I think he's a badass coach, and you know, some guys might need to step up their game to accommodate for that, and hopefully, we get some badasses in here. Badasses. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I I'm excited. I'm very excited. Um, just for, for us to beat Iowa, that was a great way to end the season. Hopefully give some of those guys just to go out with the win. It might have been some of It's a lot of those guys' last game playing football. A lot of the seniors that are graduating and definitely not, you know, they might have been walk-ons. Um, they may or have never Caleb seen the Tanner because I feel like he actually played pretty well. Yep, Caleb Tanner probably had one of his better games. But yeah. uh, I feel like he could be a practice squad guy that eventually goes, goes to the pros. But um, I feel like... There's a lot of guys that went out on a high note, and that was that was a great thing for them. And so, it was, it was whether fun. they got some playing time or not, it was fun to see. For so, sure. very exciting. And again, beating Iowa is always you know, something that we we haven't done in a long time. So we that's the last that we time we beat Iowa. Bo Pelini got fired the next day. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like what? Yes. So, mm. give me a second. I'm gonna crack open this last one. I'm gonna pour it, uh, and then we're gonna go ahead and sign off. Jimmy, got any? Uh, laugh at me? I'm not laughing. You're all good. Uh, you are laughing. We had, um, we had, this is we had fun. This is fun. This is always fun. Uh, again, for all of you who've been on the show all year, some of you joined maybe halfway through, but this is what we do. We drink beer, we have, we fun, have fun, we talk football. Next, hopefully next week, I'm gonna call uh, Andy Janovich this week. I'm gonna call Brandon King. I'm gonna see who we can get on the show next week, just to talk football in general. Because I want to hear what Andy's experience was like in the NFL, uh, what he liked about Nebraska, what he thinks about coaching. And Brandon Kenny is just I, that dude's busy. I, I, he is busy. So He's hopefully we can busy. get. Hopefully we. But can I get would him love to talk to Brandon because we've talked to him all the time. But He's our guy. I would love to talk to him about what he thinks of this coaching hire. Yep. And just get his perspective live because he so. played. For, he played again. He played for Bo. So he, He's, he's a Bo guy. He's a. Die hard Bo. So guy. is Kenny Bell, which is funny. A lot of the guys that, if you follow any of the the previous Huskers that played for Bo on Twitter, or even some of the guys that played for Mike Riley, these guys are excited for Matt Rule, and they are backing this hire. They're excited about it. They want to get behind it uh, and be a part of that. And so I think that's exciting. The only guy was Scott Shanley. I don't like his comment that he made out there, but I Scott know. Shanley. And I'm, I'm shocked because I listen to him a lot, and I. I was shocked but anyway yeah. anyway so I, I think you know let's get behind him go big red as always um again appreciate you guys coming out we're just here to have fun and talk to talk football so we'll get uh we'll get janovich or kenny out hopefully next sunday but we'll keep you guys posted on the next show uh and then from there we'll see what happens yeah we'll, we'll keep you updated on what we find out stay positive we don't have a lot of insiders or we don't hear, have a barber den lincoln that's going to tell us anything so uh, we'll do our best to get news out as we hear it. You might hear it before us, but uh, we'll get the news out when we do. And it's really all we got. Yeah. It's really all Thanks we got. Thanks for joining. It was fun. So, go Big Red. We'll see you next time. We'll see you all next Sunday. Hopefully next We yeah, will next be back next Sunday. All right. It's we'll happening. see you next week. It's happening. So, have a great evening and go Big Red. Oh, and go Cowboys. The Dismay, but we'll do all that won't pass.